USA Radio News. Investigators gave an update today on the search for Molly Tibbetts, but provided very little information. So with very little information to provide, what was the actual point of the press conference? Well, James Trusty, he's a former federal prosecutor. He explains what the press conference did accomplish. I think there's two things. One is just to reassure the general public that if there's a murderer out there, for instance, that they're doing everything possible to track this person down. And that's a, a genuine and, and I think important component. But it also is probably trying to steer people towards talking. And so you want to have individuals that are sitting on information feel like it's almost inevitable that they're going to be talked to. So why not be forth, you know, foreclosed, uh, waiting for the agents to knock on your door and just call the tip line. The president is in Tampa, Florida for a Make America Great Again rally, which begins just after 7 o'clock Eastern time at the Florida State Fairgrounds. You're listening to USA Radio News. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-591-9426. That's 800-591-9426. 800-591-9426. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. President Trump said he would look into the 3D plastic guns today, the day before the blueprints are set to become publicly available, free to download. Trump said that he spoke to the NRA about the matter and that, quote, it doesn't seem to make much sense, unquote. In June, Chipotle Mexican Grill announced it was shutting down 65 underperforming restaurants and revamping its marketing. Now, this is all under the new CEO, Brian Nichol. Now, Nichols also talked about the effect of NAFTA on Chipotle. You know, look, I think uh, what we have found is supply is critically important and obviously how the trade gets set up will dictate those prices that go into you know our cost uh, and we're always trying to figure out how to best to manage that for our customers and then also to protect the integrity of the high quality food we want to provide so uh, obviously we'll pay attention to what happens but our first focus is getting the right mm -hmm. avocados so that we end up with the best tasting guacamole that audio courtesy of fox business and you're listening to usa radio news Everyone loves liberty, so why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your health care? Exercise your freedom with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their health care. Stop letting others tell you what to do. Call us at 855-58-LIBERTY for more information or check us out online at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. As authorities continue to search for Molly Tibbetts, they're using technology to the best of their abilities, whether that be her Fitbit that she was wearing when she went running, to having people's surveillance cameras outside their houses, and even that we're seeing in the small towns and in the area. Nancy Rummelman is a crime reporter. She talks about how covering crime has changed throughout the years. 
when I wrote my first um, story, which was a, a cross-country road trip to um, visit John Wayne Gacy um, with his one of his pen pals, there was no internet. And, you know, everything you did was shoe leather and phone calls and trying to find people. I was blogging about Amanda's case at the time, and people came to me saying, oh, I have to tell you something. Oh, I knew her. Oh, I'm her sister. And, I mean, it, it makes your job very interesting and much richer. Um, in terms of the killer being found, I mean, we can see how people do that all the time. You have a picture of someone, you know, someone who, you know, has bashed someone's head in at a rally, and there's a photo, let's find this guy, and they find the guy. Rubbleman has been covering crime throughout the years. She talks about the one common thread she remembers and all the people she's covered. I think pathological uh, layers of lying, when people can convince you, Tim, that, like, you're saying, no, that's white, that's white, and they're like, no, 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 Tim, that's black. And that becomes very confusing for the outside world. Also, you know, extreme circumstances when people, you know, lose their jobs or they lose their identity or they lose their home. That will lead to crime. I think a variety of crimes. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. From St. George News Radio, here's what's trending today on stgeorgenews.com. A lightning strike on a large power pole sparked a brush fire near the Utah-Arizona border last evening. Firefighters put out the brush fire within 20 minutes. Police said a man's claim that he was being kidnapped and was going to be killed unless he was sent $1,500 is bogus, so they arrested him for felony fraud. A woman is recovering in the hospital after an OHV rollover in Sand Hollow State Park, and middle school students in Washington County will have a new place to learn starting next month with the opening of the new Crimson Cliffs Middle School. Details on these and other breaking news stories on stgeorgenews.com. From the St. George News Radio Weather Center, sunny and partly cloudy today, 30% chance for rain, 107. 30% chance of rain tonight, partly cloudy, 78. 30% chance of rain tomorrow, partly cloudy, and 106. For St. George News Radio, I'm Carl Lamar reporting. The Patriot Act, turning citizens into suspects since 2001. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Finally, in SEAL training, there's a bell, a brass bell that hangs in the center of the compound for all the students to see. All you have to do to quit, all you have to do to quit is ring the bell. Ring the bell, and you no longer have to wake up at 5 o'clock. Ring the bell, and you no longer have to be in the freezing cold swims. Ring the bell, and you no longer have to do the runs, the obstacle course, the PT, and you no longer have to endure the hardships of training. All you have to do is ring the bell to get out. If you want to change the world, don't ever, ever ring the bell. Hi there, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Don't ever ring that bell. In fact, our first guest uh, has never (laughs) ring that bell. In fact, you can't, you just can't. He's doing a a stellar job of, of keeping people awake and informed. I've got Uncle Milty with me. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hi. Hi there. And, of course, uh, welcome to you uh, listening from everywhere, all around the globe. I'm talking Africa. I'm talking uh, uh, New Zealand. Uh, listeners, big shout-out to you guys. And uh, all over Chicago, um, everywhere, uh, California, New York, New Jersey, and Florida. My gosh, we got we got listeners everywhere. In fact, um, we have such a, a great guest. I don't want to waste a whole lot of time. I want to make sure that we can get right to him. We've got a lot to discuss in today's show. And uh, Tom 
Dewisa is one of the nation's leading advocates for individual liberty, free enterprise, private property rights, personal privacy, um, back, you know, back to basics education, American sovereignty and independence. Uh, Tom, uh, you come to us from the American Policy. Uh, let me make sure and get this right. AmericanPolicy.org. And I would encourage any call any of our, our listeners to go there for some stellar information on all the things I just listed. Welcome to the show, Tom DeWeese. You do also do the Tom DeWeese Report, but welcome. Thank you. It's good to be with you. It's, uh, you know, we're the American Policy Center, but the, Center, but the website is AmericanPolicy.org. Yeah. Thank you for that. American Policy Center, website AmericanPolicy.org. I hope, I really do hope our listeners go there because there's so much information here. And we're not going to be able to hit all, on all of it during the show, of course, and so make sure you get there. Tom, I, I'm so excited to have you. I've been wanting to have you on the show for quite a while, and I think that uh, this conversation will be so informative for our listeners and, and for myself and even Uncle Milty, too. Um, I want to start off, let's talk a little bit about uh, property. Congress just passed something, um, and so you might want to start there as we're, as we're talking about all the different things at, at hand. But this is kind of fresh news that just happened, because our property rights are probably one of the most, or if not the most important, uh, besides, well, I mean, freedom of speech and all of these things, but, but property rights are at the core of being an American, isn't it? What separates us from being a third world country? Well, it does, and uh, you know the, the fact is that uh, you can have all the other rights you you think you have, right. freedom of speech, uh, your gun rights, and so forth. But if you don't have property rights, you don't have your own land to stand on. It's pretty hard to have your freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and uh, you know anything else that uh, that comes into that if you don't have the property rights. So uh, this is something that I have focused my whole life on, and uh, in the last uh, 20 years, this has been become our main focus and protection of private property rights because are absolutely under siege. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's like an atom bomb that's coming mm-hmm. after our property rights. And um, you, you mentioned what, what happened in Congress the other day. I'll give you a little bit of history for it. They, they, first of all, uh, just this past week, Congress passed the property, uh, Private Property Rights Protection Act, which is H.R. 1689. Mm-hmm. Uh, the House passed it. Unfortunately, there is not a senator who is sponsoring it in the Senate, and we're mm-hmm. working to try to get somebody to do that uh, because this is vital. But right. um, a little history of why this bill is so important. Back in 2005, the Supreme Court uh, handed down uh, its opinion uh, on uh, what was called the Kelo decision. Mm-hmm. The Kelo decision literally shocked everyone because every single precedent that the Supreme Court had ever come out with, uh, every word that every founding father ever said uh, was private property rights were sacred. And uh, in this case that took place in New London, Connecticut, where the city decided that they were going to take private property in order to help a private enterprise, wow. uh, this, this was unheard of that you could do that. And they came down and said, oh, yeah, if the community can benefit from our taking this property and handing it over to this private property, that you know, we get higher taxes or we get jobs mm-hmm. in here or something like that, then that's okay. And uh, that was what the Kelo decision was. And at the time, there was a real uh, uh, shock across the country, and a whole lot of states uh, attempted to pass, and some did pass some legislation to protect private property rights to kind of overturn that. In the House of Representatives, 
at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the Private Property Rights Protection Act was introduced, and um, it passed the House very quickly. And this was designed specifically to overturn the Kelo decision. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, it got to the Senate. And Senator Arlen Specter from Pennsylvania, who never saw a big government act he didn't <laughs> love, sat sure. there, uh -huh. and he did absolutely nothing. He did a lot of flim-flam. He even had a hearing, and he had Suzette Kilo there uh, to testify. But then he just sat on the bill, and it died. And uh, it has not been brought up until this year. And uh, so we're very excited that it passed the House, that it's still alive. Mm -hmm. But we got to hurry and find a sponsor in the Senate before this Congress runs out, uh, probably, what, November, that, that uh, it'll be done. Doesn't so that we'll speak, start over again. Doesn't that speak volumes, that it's hard to find a senator <laughs> to help you <laughs> with private property rights? Wow. It does. We're, we're appealing. We're, we're, we're reaching out to Rand Paul right. and uh, Ted Cruz and uh, probably Mike Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, all are good candidates to take this sure, up. So sure. we're hoping that one of them will. Uh, what this does really is, is put a kibosh on this use of eminent domain. This is what is really happening. The, this, uh, is, uh, you said you have Chris Ann Hall on mm -hmm. all the time. I'm sure. sure she's already said this, that the, uh, the Constitution talks about uh, eminent domain mm -hmm. in, in the uh, Fifth Amendment, and, and it, um, uh, you know, it says that it specifically says that you know, we have 10 miles of land, uh, which is Washington, D.C., right. and that was, that was part of what government could do with, with uh, property. And then if they needed forts, and in certain cases roads, mm -hmm. then they could use eminent domain to take that amount of property. That did not mean entire states, uh, you know, whole ranches, whole farmers, uh, whole sections of town to use eminent domain to take them for whatever government wanted to do. Uh, the, um, uh, you know, the, 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 we were talking about government's uh, public use, mm -hmm. And as Clarence Thomas said when he was in, a, in opposition to the Kelo decision, he said what they've come up here with is, uh, is, is public purpose. Right. So, oh, public wants to do this, so that's what we'll do. <laughs> and, you know, that's like mob a rule. reason why we talk about, uh, you know, every time you hear somebody on the news or in politics say, uh, well, we have to defend our democracy, mm -hmm. our democracy, our democracy. And there's always one of our, these contrarians that come up and say, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. Yes. And people look at it and say, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah, we used well, to be. That's what they say. We used to, well, it might have started out that way, but we're a democracy now is what they'll say. It's yeah. ridiculous. And this is only fair. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's for the purpose of the, of the good of the country is what you... <laughs> Is what you'll right. hear. Oh. Right, yeah. Well, in, in reality, you know, the democracy, my, my favorite explanation of democracy is it's three wolves and a sheep voting on what to have for lunch. <laughs> we know where that's going. Right, you know? right. And, right. Uh, you know, majority rules. So whatever mm -hmm. mob's in charge, whatever yep. mob wants over here, nothing is, is safe, nothing is sacred because the mob decided we want this. Yes. That's the problem with democracy, and our founders knew that. A republic, your rights are guaranteed. They mm -hmm. are protected, yeah. no matter what the majority wants. And private property is one of those main issues 
that they had in mind as they put that together. And here we are with uh, the Kelo decision that suddenly says the, the lynch mob's in charge. Yes, and yes. they threw all that out. This is why it shocked everybody. And uh, the, the Private Property Protection Act was designed to put things back in place. And yet we haven't been able to get that bill passed. So uh, it's so, you know, it's so fascinating to me because look at the two things we've talked about so much this year. In fact, our property rights, private property rights, in which your land is defined by a border, right? And it's defined by a, by a, by a line, a basic line that mm-hmm. says this is your property. You have purchased this property. Yet it's up for grabs, just like our borders are. And without borders, you don't have a sovereign nation. You cannot, you, I mean, talk about the, the trespasses against uh, and, for, and for land abuse by the government is just amazing to me. I, I can't get over it. <laughs> I, we just... no, that's absolutely on target. Absolutely. That, those borders mean something. Yes. And, and again, you know, you, you talk about all this stuff about illegal immigration, mm-hmm. and they talk about them being dreamers and that they have rights and you know, they, all this stuff that right. we're giving these people. Uh, if you don't have borders mm-hmm. for our nation. You don't have a sovereign nation. The Constitution was written for the United States of America and its citizens. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't flow out over the ocean somewhere or whatever. Right. It, uh, you know, it's not an air wave somehow. Well, well, it is the law of our land, and it only you know, is effective in those borders. Well, it's like try and, and put a, take, try and put a swing set on your neighbor's property and claim their backyard is yours and tell them it's an imaginary line. Your neighbor will have a fit. <laughs> Yet we're supposed to do it as a country. Doesn't make sense. Oh, exactly. I, you know, I mean, you go through all this, but they just completely ignore that because uh, we can back up here where all the stuff mm-hmm. we're talking about, where it comes from, what is the driving force behind this? Uh, I have to go back to what I, you know, have been doing for 20 years, mm-hmm. and that is talking about a policy that came out of the United Nations in 1992 called Agenda 21, yes. Agenda for the 21st Century. And what they said at the time they released this uh, at the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro, and George H.W. Bush signed it, said, oh, sounds good to me. <laughs> Uh, what they said was, this is a comprehensive blueprint for the reorganization of human society. Think about that statement. What does that mean? It's huge. That is huge. And so what do they mean by that? Mm-hmm. Reorganization of human society. It meant global governance. It meant no sovereign nations. It meant no free enterprise, right. no uh, private property, and Individual choices were selfish. This, we're all in this together. Democracy, worldwide democracy. This is what they're talking about there. And they went on to say that all the decisions that we would make uh, related to how we would move forward, what activities we would take, would all be based on the environment. That, uh, you know, er- all, everything in the environment was equal to anything that people wanted to do. Yes. And so they have been using this. And uh, one of the things I say in, in, in my new book, Sustainable, uh, Sustainable Development is the policy uh, implementing Agenda 21. But one of the things I talk about in there is that we've always had dictators who are, are you know, people who wanted to be dictators, who wanted to rule the world. Mm-hmm. We've had the Hitlers and we've had the Stalins and we've had the Napoleons and people like this. And... The, you know what they always did was they used armies to right. come in and attack and over and take over mm-hmm. uh, uh, countries, and uh, you know when a, 
movement to rule the world. But what if mm-hmm. people who were bent on ruling the world came up with an idea right. that uh, they, you know, they could do this without firing a shot? We're going to come right back on that exact note with Tom yep. DeWeese. Don't go anywhere. American Policy Center. Be right back. You're a truck driver. It's in your blood, and you're exactly what we're looking for. Norm Howard Trucking is hiring, running the 11 western states. If you're a truck driver, have a Class A CDL license, and have at least two years verified experience, we need you now. $2,000 sign-on bonus, fuel bonus, safety bonus, and a mileage bonus. New equipment, great pay, no force dispatch, and satellite TV means you get all this when you sign on to drive for Norm Howard Trucking. Call today, 435-216-7979 or normhowardtrucking.com. On the internet, superhighway, don't get stuck in a traffic jam. When you want to go farther, faster, take to the air. AWI Networks is Southern Utah's premier internet service provider. Call today for high-speed internet and phone service. 435-674-0320. 674-0320. AWI, connecting your world. Are you going over the edge for Habitat for Humanity? Be the first one that repels over the edge of the Hyatt Place in St. George on September 14th. How about sending your boss, your principal, the mayor over the edge, or your best friend, your homecoming date, or just go over the edge yourself? Now all you need to do is register at OverTheEdgeSTG.com and then get the word out to start raising money. 100% of the money you raise will stay in Southern Utah. Let's give Habitat for Humanity the opportunity to keep building homes in our community. Ein Auto von Nubibut GMC Zukafen war die angehemste Erfahrung. What Maddie's really trying to say is we can save you both time and money on your next vehicle purchase. Find out why we are the highest rated new car dealership on Facebook in Southern Utah. Besuchen Sie uns auf unserer Website nubibutgmc.com und im Facebook nubibutgmc.stg. See our full inventory at nubibutgmc.com and follow us on Facebook at nubibutgmc.stg. Hi, this is Dr. Brent, Nuka Chiropractic Physician, with another Health Minute. How many doctors does it take to change a light bulb? No one knows. We're still waiting to see the light. The first diagnoses depression and prescribes Celexa. The next one diagnoses anxiety and restlessness as a side effects of Celexa and prescribes Xanax. The next one diagnoses new side effects of chest tightness and trouble breathing. Well, you get the picture. For more on this and other information that will change your life, you can find our doctors on 1450 AM Saturdays 9 to 11 or at balancedhealthstgeorge.com. Summer's on us here at Painters Mitsubishi. Get 0% financing for 72 months and zero payments for 90 days. Check out the all-new Eclipse Cross with its edgy styling and agile handling. Or the world's first ever plug-in hybrid SUV, Outlander PHEV. Bring the whole family to Painters Mitsubishi. Now through July 31st for ice cream, popcorn, drinks, and your chance to drive some of the most innovative vehicles on the road today. 1600 South Hilton Drive or PaintersMitsubishi.com. It's the sizzling summer sales event at Discount Mattress Store. Right now, get a hot deal on a cool bed. Twin, full, queen, or king-size gel memory foam mattresses, any size, only one low price, $199. While supplies last, what does that mean? Want a twin gel memory foam mattress? Only $199. Want a full? Only $199. What about a queen? Yep, it's still only $199. Go all out for a king gel memory foam mattress? You got it. Still only $199. How can Discount Mattress offer these incredible savings? It's simple. Discount Mattress works hard to find the deals so that you can rest easy. Easy and sleep cheap. It's just hot, hot, hot. Let Apple.
Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool cool you down during the hottest sale of the year. During this mega savings event, save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on Southern Utah's largest selection of exercise pools and swim spas. Relax and refresh yourself in one of Absolute Comfort's award-winning products. Meet the area's highest-rated team of pool and spa experts at Absolute Comfort today. 765 North Bluff Street, across from Fabulous Freddy's, or AbsoluteComfortUtah.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. Back to the Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you aboard today. Uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com for podcasts of the show after the show. And then, of course, uh, you can uh, email me, kate at katedalyradio.com. On Facebook, it's the Kate Daly Show. And, of course, on Instagram, it's Kate on the Blaze, and so is Twitter. Uh, I've got Uncle Milty with me. Hi, Hi Uncle Milty. And uh, I know you've got questions, too. But mm-hmm. We have a lot of questions for Tom. Tom DeWeese from American uh, Policy Center is joining us, and they are the leader in grassroots efforts to uh, w- with all the subjects that we hit on this show all the time, and uh, one of them being private uh, property rights. It's such a it's such it's such the core of being an American is to preserve those property rights. And so I'm so glad to have Tom on to talk about that and more today. And of course, the book is sustainable. Um, Where can we get your book, Tom, and give us the full title? The full title is Sustainable, the War on Free Enterprise, Private Mm -hmm. Property and Individuals. And uh, it is available at uh, AmericanPolicy.org. Excellent. Uh, you can get it there. It's it's also you can get a um, uh, the audio or not the audio book, but the um, ebook on mm-hmm. um, Amazon. Okay. And uh, you know can do that, but Excellent. you can get it directly from us at AmericanPolicy.org. Excellent. Uh, you're the president of American Policy, and boy, you guys are making strides, um, huge strides around the nation right now. You're constantly speaking uh, to groups around the nation. So I, I love what you do, and thank you for what you do. By the way, what a great thank service. Um, and so we, we left the last uh, segment talking about without firing a shot. Do you want to? <laughs> You want to continue? <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, what I was saying was, yeah. that, you know, there are dictators. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's always been somebody who's who's lusted to uh, rule the world, and usually they send in their armies and, uh, you know, try to, you know, mm-hmm. take over people that way. And uh, we all know how that ends up: World War Two, World sure. War One, uh, you know, sure. on and on and on. And um, but what I was saying was, what if these forces who wanted to rule the world, had this idea, we're going to control everything, what if they came up with a plan that uh, actually would get people to voluntarily uh, give up their liberties and uh, invite them in and say, yes, yes, we'll help you. We want to have more of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, the whole thing is they're going to sub- subjugate them. Uh, what would be such a powerful message that they, that they could achieve this sure well how about the message of the threat of environmental armageddon (laughs) it doesn't matter how many rights you think you have if you don't have a planet to stand on (laughs) this is what they came up with and and if people think i'm joking Mm -hmm. uh let me let me just i'm going to read a quote from you this is from the club of rome one of the premier 
environmental think tank consultants to the United Nations. They wrote this in one of their reports. The common enemy of humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine and the like would fit the bill. All of these dangers are caused by human intervention, and it is only through changed attitudes and behavior that they can be overcome. The real enemy, then, is humanity itself. Mm. End quote. That is absolutely diabolical. Man is not part of the environment, therefore the environment rules and everything man wants to do push back. Sustainable development, which is the uh, policy that -hmm. they have chosen to put all this in place, constantly talks about we all have to learn to live on less. We have to control the water. We have to control the air. We have to control every single thing that happens in the environment. And any footstep by man is a step backwards uh, towards this kind of progress. This is what they came up with, and we have countries all over the world, uh, our own Barack Obama, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in our own nation, moving to implement these ideas. And what we're seeing in, in, uh, in the cities we're seeing, uh, you know, the, what they call smart growth. Mm-hmm. Smart growth puts a line around the city, and it says no growth will take place out there, outside of that line. That would be urban sprawl. Urban sprawl means people need cars. We're going to get rid of cars, and we're going to have everybody in wonderful walkable communities. You can walk to work. You can ride your bike uh, to where you want to go. You know, you take public transportation that we will provide for you, and it goes where we want you to go. <laughs> and uh, this yeah. is what that, that's about. In the rural areas, we have a, a, just a plethora of uh, regulations. You've got water and, uh, control. You've got uh, uh, wetlands, you know, endangered species, mm-hmm. on and on and on. What they are literally doing is making it impossible to live in the rural areas and shutting down the timber industry, the mining industry, the ranching industry. There's no way to earn a living there, so the people can only move into the cities. This is Agenda 21, the reorganization of human society in in action, and you're seeing it before your eyes Mm -hmm. as people are moving into the cities, Mm -hmm. and then they get the smart growth regulations to tell them uh, now they can control how much energy you're using, how much water you're using, uh, stopping you from driving your cars, being independent, that sort of thing. As I said, it's a war on free enterprise, private property, and individuals. Uh, Go ahead, Uncle Bill. And then... Once they get that done, then it turns into Logan's Run, where we volunteer to die at 30 <laughs> years of age. Oh, my gosh. You know, it, it, yep. was a, it was a brilliant move because when you can use scientists who need grant money and they can be maybe persuaded to go along with this sham, um, it's, I think it's, is that what we're fighting is, well, a scientist penned, uh, you know, uh, an agreement to this sustainable problem. And of course, scientists are telling us we're running out of these things. And that must be very difficult for people to fight because they don't know, they don't know science. And so when a scientist says it, is that what gave them the legs? Is that what has been able to move this forward is people can't combat that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they've gone in every direction, but but uh, just the scientists alone, and, I, and I've talked to a lot of scientists, mm-hmm. and the idea, they keep saying 97% of scientists agree with this. Right. They can't even find 97 scientists. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. <laughs> and, Amen. And they, there are, there are yeah. scientists 
by the thousands that are moving away from that. But what they've found is that, uh, first of all, if they write a paper contrary mm-hmm. to this, mm-hmm. then they can't get it published. Mm-hmm. The, right. uh, you know, science publications won't publish it. They can't get their grant money, so they're, you know, they're going out on a limb. That's a pretty scary thing. You're going to lose your whole livelihood because you've gone against this. Science should, uh, the idea of science is settled. Mm-hmm. Science is never settled. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, some scientist comes up with another idea about it, and the others look at it and go, whoa, look at that. I never thought of that before mm-hmm. that's science it is you know the rest of it is dictatorship right and you know right. to say you can't say this anymore then then that's not science do, do you find the hypocrisy of the notion that that we are living in this uh in this sustainable era where humans are the enemy yet let's open our borders and let everybody in here and not have any borders at all because we we're talking about private uh, pro- uh, private property rights earlier and also sovereignty as a nation is it, it's so interesting to me that they can't make up their mind, which it is, because for the most part, they're telling us there's too many humans, move them into rural area, you know, into out of rural areas, into cities, because we don't have enough for you, yet let every Tom, Dick, and Harry come in, and it doesn't matter. It, the, the hypocrisy of even of their own movement is so strange to me. Well, actually, inside the radical environmental movement that is making these decisions, Sierra Club and mm-hmm. groups like that, there is a, a massive uh, rift there. One side says exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. You know, we're bringing right. all these people in, and uh, we can't sustain that, and, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. The other side is saying that bringing these uh, illegals in from third-world countries into the United States, we already have in the United States all these established rules and regulations, so we can better control what they do. We can better protect the environment if we're all right here in one place, rather than have them spread out over a bunch of third world countries we don't have control over. Oh my that's gosh. the argument, and that's the argument that's winning in the wow. debate in the environmental movement. Wow, so, Uncle Milty. So how many more decades of failed predictions <laughs> is it going to take before right. people realize something's not right? We haven't reached the limit of Venezuela yet in the United mm-hmm. States, so we have that much more of a room to play with, if you get my drift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's, we haven't collapsed yet. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. You know, when you start to think about that, how, how awful is that? I, I can't... Uh, the, the people behind this movement truly believe in it. They've got our schools teaching Earth Day. They've got they've got everybody hooked into this. And I had uh, one of the foremost scientists, Jason scientists on on climate change, come on the show, 94 years old, who said, "Yeah, it's all a sham. It's a complete sham." And uh, what did the news? What did the media say? Um, now that he's he's 94 and saying that, oh, he must be have dementia. Yeah. Um, and so it's really hard to combat because the the people that do speak out about this and say we're just and like Uncle Milty uh, just said, and he's right, every every decade they change it to cooling or heat and we're all going to die. Because in 74, we heard we were all going to die by 79. I mean, how many times does a logical person have to hear these things before they go, why, are they, why do they keep lying about this, even with the Al Gore movement? It's very now, bizarre. You know, and if you remember the old Soviet Union, if you disagreed with communism and, and their policies and what they were putting in place, they put you in uh, an insane asylum because obviously you weren't right in the head. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? so there we are. Oh. And, and, you, and you, you do begin to question your own sanity when all this is surrounding you. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there yeah. are ways to fight. I mean, how do you... Okay, so we're all sitting there, audience is sitting, we're all listening. 
How do we combat this? What could we do right now as far as uh, staking a claim or doing something that would, um, you know, that would kind of fly in the face of this, of this horrific movement that's been being blamed on the human race and uh, obviously going towards depopulation? But what can we do? Because we are being moved into the cities more. They don't want us to have any other transportation. And, and so they want us to keep us a little bit more contained with mixed-use leases and all kinds of weird things that cities are doing. And cities combining with other cities to, to become even bigger and, and make decisions statewide in all of our states. What can we possibly do to combat this? What I talk about when I travel around the country is com combating this on the local level. It is vital that we do that because it is still where uh, our founding fathers created this country to where the local level was to have the most important or the most impact on you and federal government was supposed to have the least impact. That hadn't quite held right. up, sure. but <laughs> you still have the most impact on the local level. And uh, what I'm finding after 20 years of, of pounding on this, listen, 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 I am now getting more calls from a, a local elected officials, even on planning groups, that, which really surprises me, right. uh, planning commissions, uh, saying, what do we do? What, mm -hmm. do? what do we do about this? It has gotten to the point that people now see it, and they now mm -hmm. understand there's a problem. Obviously, there's a huge amount who don't see it and don't get it, who are pushing a lot of these things, but I'm finding a legislator here, a city councilman there, a county commissioner there, and they're making a difference. I have a, a, a gentleman who's on a planning commission in, uh, up in Michigan, mm -hmm. and uh, he, I, I spoke up there just a few weeks ago and uh, gave him uh, a document that we've created, and he took it, kind of rewrote it for his own purpose, and he presented it to the planning commission. He oh. said, gentlemen, we don't have any guarantees for private property in our plans. And they said, oh, yes, we do. He puts the plan in front of them and said, show me where. <laughs> and they all looked at him and went, oh, oh we don't. He said, here. <laughs> Wow. So he's presented that to them. They're now, now debating it, deci deciding on it. But those are the kind of things that are starting to take place. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're, we're beginning to – my goal for the last several years has been to make private property rights an issue across the country, to make it a, uh, uh, something that is discussed in, uh, in campaigns. Right. And, um, uh, in fact, we just, we just put out a thing. Uh, do you want a, uh, an email? We, we said, do you want to shake up this election? Well, how do we do that? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, how, here we have these local governments that are grabbing private land an acre at a time. Yes. They're bulldozing whole neighborhoods. They're banning single-family homes. They're threatening landlords if they just ask questions like uh, prospective renters if they can afford their property, you know, mm -hmm. to rent their property. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, all this is going on, and yet nobody talks about this. I, daily I get calls from people saying, help me, what do I do? Right. And uh, so what do we do about that? Mm -hmm. Well, what we came up with was a candidate's promise to protect citizens' property rights. Now is the time, before the election, this is the only time during their, their time in office that they care what people think, that they've <laughs> got to get your vote. So now's the time to get in front of them and put this candidate's promise in front of them and say, where do you stand right. on private property? Will you protect it or not? If you do, sign here. Now, if they sign it, you've got a weapon for, you know, when they get, do get into office sure. and they start doing the opposite. Wait a minute, you know, Commissioner, mm -hmm. you signed a document saying you protect private property rights. 
you know, that makes them start to feel a little bit of pain. It makes them think a little bit. Uh, so we've got to educate it, them. You can run against them and say, hey, look, they, they, they won't protect your property rights. So our, our time really has to be spent really educating city council, commissioners, all sure. the things that are going to affect us locally. We have to start educating them, having speakers come like yourself that would educate them. <clears throat> be right back. More with Tom DeWeese when we come back. Amer- AmericanPolicy.org. The book is sustainable. Stay with us. Fair and balanced, you won't find that on the Clark and Dow Show. We're the Sun River Boys. Tune in every Wednesday at 5.30. Live young. Hey, my name is Melinda, and I'm from St. George, Utah, and I'm just here to talk about my experience with Red River Health and Wellness. Before I went to Red River Health and Wellness, I had just had my eighth child, and I could not keep up with them. I had aches and pains that would come out of nowhere. I suffered from headaches, almost daily migraines, and I felt like I was sitting there and watching life pass me by. I just called them. I picked up the phone and I called them. It was the best call I made in my life for sure. I went in for the consultation. Dr. Swindlehush was awesome, by the way. <laughs> he just went, he came in and he said, yes, we see this all the time. This is what we can do. This is the plan that we have for you. Basically, I am about four months into the program, but I feel like I can do it now. I can get up and do it. I can chase my kids around the house. If you want to reclaim your life, Give Red River Health and Wellness Chiropractic Physicians a call, 767-9355. I know that you will not regret it because I've got a new lease on life and you can get one too. This is Kay Daly. My sponsors are the best. Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home Furnishings. Get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Massage, stgeorgemassage.com to schedule today. No messy memberships, just an incredible massage. You deserve it and it makes a great gift for someone you love. A big thank Thank you to Piano Gallery, the Piano Gallery Music Health and Wellness Center, 144 West Brigham Road, just off the Bloomington exit behind Zion's Bank. Discover wellness through music on the web at pianogallery.com. This is Pirate Greg from the Gold Door Store. Come to the Caribbean Washington County Fair, August 8th through 11th, and participate in the Pieces of Eight Treasure Hunt sponsored by the Gold Door Store. This is what you need to do to win a treasure chest full of valuable gems, coins, and cash, and a real bar of gold. Gather all your scallywags and get your treasure map at the Gold Ore Store in St. George. Start decrypting the codes. Bring it to the fair and find all the pieces of eight. Turn it into the shipwreck cove in the food court, and maybe I'll draw your name. Listen up, you scallywags. Get your map at the Gold Ore store booth, the Harmony Exhibit Hall, or in the Fair Magazine. Come to the Farabian Washington County Fair August 8th through 11th. Get more details at washcofair.net. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. <laughs> Kate Daly Show. 
here for you. And, uh, of course, a little Elvis today. You know we mix it up every day, play somebody different. Uh, it's an Elvis day today. And so welcome back. KateDallyRadio.com. You can go there for the podcast of the show, and you can hear uh, this podcast. You must share this podcast with Tom DeWeese. We're so lucky to have him on the show, and hopefully he'll join us uh, again because there's so much to learn from Tom. And Tom is at American Policy Center. The book is called uh, um, Sustainable, and you've got to grab it. Sustainable by Tom DeWeese. You can actually go to AmericanPolicy.org and find that and order it. But I think to get educated in America, somebody was just asking us about book club. Uh, we we've, we've we put up lists of books, and and I would I'm going to recommend this one because this is just so huge. These are the books we need to be reading. Uh, you got to forget some of the New York Times bestseller <laughs> autobiographies sometimes. <laughs> go for the books that are going to educate us. Uh, Tom, welcome back. We were just talking about ways to um, to to identify the encroachment of Agenda 21 and, and government style because the assault is on our property rights. And so you might want to take it from here on what we can do to identify this uh, in our cities. Yeah. Well, one thing I want to mention before we go forward with that is that to fight back, the first thing you have to have is a clear definition of what you mean by property rights. Okay. Uh, so many people try to fight back and, and, and they get uh, you know, tangled up and, and uh, tripped up on, on their fight because they don't have a clear definition. And so we have provided this. In fact, I, I was mentioning the candidate's pledge uh, to protect citizens' property rights. And what we did was we put this definition in there, and then we said, do you support this, this definition? And uh, you know that's and th- mm-hmm. this definition was written by uh, Supreme Court Justice Richard B. Sanders of the state of Washington. It was their state Supreme Court. Uh, he wrote this back in 1997, uh, what he called a Fifth Amendment treatise. What was happening was they were starting to the sustainable policies were being put in place, and they were starting to get an awful lot of cases that dealt with private property. And they began to realize they really didn't have a good definition. And so he wrote this definition. And this is what it is, quote, property in a thing consists not merely in its ownership and possession, but in the unrestricted right of use, enjoyment and disposal. Anything which destroys any of the elements of property to that extent destroys the property itself. The substantial value of property lies in its use. If the right of use be denied, the value of the property is annihilated, and ownership is rendered a barren right. And what we have today is we have the right to pay the taxes and the right to pay the mortgage. Every other decision about your property is made by somebody else behind closed doors. And usually, if you want to do anything on the property, you've got another fee to pay. Mm. That's a barren right. You don't, you're not owning that property. You're renting it. Yeah. So this, this is the definition that we started with. Um, what we have uh, in almost every single community uh, are these comprehensive development plans are being put in place, a visioning for the city. What happened here? Let me, let me just kind of lead you how we got to this place. Um, in 1992, as I said, the Earth Summit produced Agenda 21. The, uh, this was a culmination of about 15 or 20 years of U.N. meetings with different ideas. They had Habitat One and Two conferences where they came up with these ideas. They all brought them together and put them in one plan, which was Agenda 21. Now, proponents of this now say, well, Agenda 21 is just a suggestion. It doesn't have any enforcement capability. It's just an idea. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. It's, it's what's called a soft law policy. It's not a treaty that Congress had to ratify. But what happened was, in 1993, Bill Clinton became president. He issued an executive order and created the President's Council on Sustainable Development. On this council were representatives of of these groups that had written Agenda 21 in the first place. Also, almost every single federal agency had a representative there, HUD, EPA, Department of Transportation, on and on. And there were uh, corporate heads who were on this commission. Their purpose, their, their goal, was to create, uh, take Agenda 21 sustainable development policies and implement them into federal statutes, federal laws, federal rules and regulations. And they created these grant programs. The grant programs have very specific uh, small print in them Mm -hmm. that says if you take this grant, you have to implement things this way. And so then these same NGO groups that put this together went into the state legislatures. They got the state legislatures to pass regulations that said uh, communities had to uh, come up with uh, comprehensive development plans to decide how they were going to develop their communities. And then they would, and then they went into the cities. And here are city councilmen, county commissioners saying, "What the heck is a comprehensive development plan?" Oh, well, they said, "Don't worry about it. Got it all right here in a box for you. Got the money for you too." Exactly. And that's the way it got down into your city, and it continues today. Every single idea that comes in there has an NGO group backing it, who know how to write it up and know how to uh, get the grant money to do it bike trails and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all these kind of things, mm-hmm. you see these, uh, rotaries, these roundabouts being set up everywhere. That all comes from the EPA, right. things like that. So this is what we're dealing with. Um, some of the uh, things to watch for, they're, they're, uh, there's an NGO group that are pushing a thing called form-based codes. This means it's a means of regulating land development to achieve a specific urban form. That's, that's their okay. words, what this is. What it means is that it coordinates how, uh, all, the, all the building codes. They have international building codes. They have international plumbing codes, uh, electrical codes, all these kind of things that come together under these things. Mm-hmm. Form-based codes literally means every single community looks exactly alike. Right. The same kind of buildings, you know, even the same color. The same, they're all uh, consistent and predictable. Because they aren't cities um, anymore, way. right? They aren't. They aren't cities. They they are. They're conglomerations now, like National League of Cities. So it's 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 transformed yeah. itself under different names, correct? In different Absolutely. states. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they they're always moving on it. So know, centrally controlled, well, right? Wait, whenever we. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. It's okay. I just was saying what, what, what cities used to be very independent of each other and run independently. That's why you could hire your own city council and the people would elect them and then and then they would do the wishes of the people. But it's now it's centrally run. It's they're told what to do in their cities. Correct. So they can all be alike. So, yeah, exactly. Okay. And okay. see, what happens is we elect new city councilmen or new county commissioners, not bad people, people who you know want to be involved in their community. And yet, what happens is, the minute we elect them, we send them off to national meetings of the, uh, you know, the National uh, Conference of Mayors, the National League of Cities. Uh, there's, one, there's one for city councilmen, there's one for county commissioners. And, and they're there hearing these same NGO groups speak from the platform, 
and uh, you know they're 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 giving them sample legislation, and they're talking about here's the latest thing we've come up with, and uh, you know I want to try this in your community, and blah 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 blah. But uh, so your your county your elected officials begin to think, well, this is the proper role of government. This is what's supposed to happen. Everybody's doing it, and that's how they they put it all in place. Jeez. <clears throat> Brainwash them. Yeah, brainwash. (laughs) Like like Uncle Milty said on the break, if you have a town of 20,000, what was it? (laughs) Yeah, if you have a town of 20,000 people and and the city government's telling you you need 10,000 units of high-density housing, look out. Yeah, well, and that's exactly what's happening. And so sometimes, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the pictures from China uh-huh. where they're building all these cities. Nobody lives there yet. Yep. They're right. preparing these massive cities right. that nobody um, lives in. It's, it's amazing uh, yeah. to see how many, if you go from city to city right yeah. now, how many of those developments are, are cropping up. And what do people say, Tom? They say, oops, oh, we lost him. He'll call back him. Uh, they say basically, well, we need, uh, we need that. That's good for the people because then not everybody can afford it so we're good yeah. right it's sold on that premise right well they th- uh, and they think they look good your your mayor and your city council look at what a beautiful city we're making for you yes and so it's it's very um well it's screwed up it's very screwed up because they've taught us how to uh tom i was just saying they've taught us how to how to say well good people all kinds of people need housing so we need to do this government style take from the people by force and give this affordable housing away right give this affordable housing so everybody has an opportunity that's how it's sold correct tom whoops tom are you there hey okay all right hi tom are you there I think I lost you. Yeah, yeah, for some reason I just hung up. So uh, they're selling it to us as this good idea to make sure everybody has affordable housing, right? Everybody has access, and then they're doing it by the force of a gun to take taxes to do this with. But you're going to see all those crop up like in, in multitudes in each city, right? They'll, they'll do that government style. Oh, yeah. And, well, first of all, through HUD, Mm -hmm. uh, they're pushing a a major grant program, affirmatively furthering fair housing. Fair housing is the catchword. What is fair housing? They don't even have a definition of what that means. But uh, they make it mean whatever they need it to mean when they come into the community. That's good. Uh, and interestingly enough, I, I mentioned the, you know, the small print in, in, in order to uh, uh, comply with these grants. Well, uh, there was an NGO group in uh, uh, Westchester County, New York, which is the home of George Soros and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Uh, and this little NGO group that consisted of a man and his wife mm-hmm. <laughs> took a look at what the community was doing, the grants they took, and they said, oh, they're out of compliance. They didn't do this and this and this. Wow. And they filed a lawsuit, and they won. Oh, my. Whoops, we lost, we lost them again. <laughs> Must be like some kind of weather going so on. So a couple sued mm-hmm. the town because yeah. they didn't complete all these compliance issues yes and one in court yeah on things that weren't even laws unbelievable but they can say they violated yeah ngo rules yeah and ngos (laughs) where you're not electing anyone but they're making the regulations Mm -hmm. so it's who is getting those laws on paper those regulations on paper and they're not elected everyone can look at their own city Mm -hmm. council and see these things happening within their own city tom you back with us must be some weather 
I have a question for Tom. Whoops. Uh, hold on just a moment. Uh, we're trying to get Tom back on. Um, and so I don't know what happened to him. I think the weather. Uh, we'll take your questions. Put them on the Kate Daly Show on Facebook, and I will get your questions answered. But uh, I know that he might. He must be experiencing some weather. Yeah, something's He's calling going in from on. a different uh, state. So um, we'll wait for him to come back on. The book is called Sustainable. And, of course, we only have a couple minutes left. But the book is Sustainable. And it's a it's an incredible read because it's going to it's going to really educate on property rights which is just so important. Hi hi Tom, you back with us. Well, you must be having some weather out there. Yeah. Yes? It's either that or I'm having trouble with my phone and I apologize. Oh, it's fine. On my end here. It's fine. And so we have just <laughs> okay. a couple minutes left. Um you know, and I know you've just had so many aha takeaway moments from putting this book together and doing the work that you do. Um anything you want to share in these last few minutes with us? <clears throat> the uh well, I want people to understand that this is not a hopeless thing. I, so many times I'm standing in front of audiences and we're talking about all these bad things that are happening. And I, I can see people looking down at their feet, you know, mm-hmm. saying, we've lost the republic, there's nothing we can do. Right. That right. is not true. <laughs> we are seeing <laughs> right. victories mm-hmm. take place. Right. And um, the, uh, I, mean, I just came from uh, Shreveport, Louisiana mm-hmm. this week. Okay. And... Uh, we won a major victory there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Good. out of breath. I went up to get my other phone. <laughs> it's um, okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, major national victory. heritage areas. Mm-hmm. People, we hear about these things. This is a stealth land grab used under the excuse of heritage, uh, historic preservation, things like that. It is a massive land grab, and people rose up there, and we stopped it. Good. They were putting this 900 square mile thing on Caddo mm-hmm. Lake in Louisiana, it goes into Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, they, re- they withdrew it. We stopped it. Did, 400 did it... people showed up in this rural community <laughs> Oh my gosh! Fight this. That Excellent. is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Did you try, you, I'm sure they tried getting to the elected officials to educate them, but it took the people. It took the people showing up that were educated. Yeah. Oh. It scared them to death. Now, oh. it's not over mm-hmm. because they never quit. Sure. Right. They, sure. they said they're going to revamp it, listening to your complaints and we're going to revamp it, uh, it, it can't be done. Now, what they're going to do is try to flim-flam them into thinking it, it can mm-hmm. be done. They have taken the attitude, the, the, the folks they're fighting have taken the attitude that um, not one inch of ground will go into this heritage area. That's what you have to do. No yep. compromise. No compromise. Don't ever compromise with them. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, they have nothing and they win from and, that. That's and all they're so going to do is change the name anyway. Well, and that just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that just seems yes. to be the mode. It's, it's well, we, we yes. want to get in there, so we'll compromise, and then everybody feels like yes. they got something. Well, no, we can't compromise. Right. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Brilliant point. Yep. And uh, the book is sustainable. Go to AmericanPolicy.org uh, to find more out about Tom and, uh, of course, all of the writings uh, that are there. You'll love them, the articles that are there. Tom, thank you. You'll have to come back. Absolutely, please. Yes, thank you. Uh, you, you just got all to. Right. <laughs> and so we'll be right back Thanks. on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere.
This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. And Beehive Homes. When you want the highest level of care for your loved ones, go to beehivecare.com. <sighs> Matt, I'm bummed. <laughs> What's going on, man? I've been meaning to come to Nielsen rv get that trailer i've had my eye on you know the kids are going back to school i just don't think i can swing it right now hey no worries nilson rv's got you covered we not only get you that new rv with no money down we'll also cut you back 500 dollars for your school supplies really and get a great deal and the warranty forever you know how we roll no money down and 500 dollars for back to school supplies see nielsen rv at any of their four locations st george hurricane west valley and nielsenrv.com 93.1 FM, 1450 AM, KZNU St. George, 98.5 FM, Cedar City, KAZZ Parowan, KCLS, HD4, Leeds.